0: Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good Tuesday morning to you. Hope you are ready for a fun morning. Coming up, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and your headlines from around the world. Next hour, we caught somebody doing good by, well, <laughs> buying a really large ham for a great cause. Plus, Stranger Than Fiction features a guy on a Power Wheels getting a DUI and Tom Brady's mental fitness coach gives us some tips we'll give those to you next hour as well all that more is on the way today brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law online at OzarkJustice.com or give them a call 479-253-1234 and it is time for your Celebrity Birthdays here for Tuesday August 29th 2023 let's see here Liam Payne From One Direction is 30 today. Leah Michelle, who played Rachel on Glee, is 37. Jay Ryan, the adult Ben in It Chapter 2, is 42. Beth Dover, who played Linda Ferguson on Orange is the New Black, is 45. Rufio, real name Dante Basco, the leader of the Lost Boys in Hook, is, wait for it, 48 years old today. Carla Gugino who is in Spy Kids, Sin City, Watchmen, Entourage, Roadies, and more is 52 today. Let's see. Rebecca Mornay from Risky Business is 64. Dan Truman from the country group Diamond Rio. He's the piano player. He's 67 today. Elliot Gould Ross and Monica's dad on Friends 85 today. Today's National Chop Suey Day and on this day in history, chop suey was made for the first time by the chef of Li Hang Chung, China's ambassador to the to the United States. That happened in 1896. On this day in 1962, Elvis's boxing movie Kid Galahad was released. The king was a boxer. In 1966, the Beatles played their last public concert at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. War huh. hit number 1 on the pop singles chart on this date in 1970 by Edwin Starr. In 1977, 3 people were arrested in Memphis, Tennessee after trying to steal Elvis's body. Yikes. As a result of the incident, the king's huge corpse was moved to Graceland. Wow. Okay. And on this date in 1996, Isaac Hayes, who co-wrote the R&B classic Soul Man, sent a letter to presidential candidate Bob Dole asking Dole to stop using the song, which his supporters had changed to I'm a Dole Man. Not Dole. Dole, as in Bob Dole. I'm Bob Dole. Netflix, founded on this date in 1997, Will Arnett, from Arrested Development, married Amy Poehler from Saturday Night Live on this date in 2003. They divorced 13 years later. In 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit the Gulf Coast in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, killing at least 1,800 people, flooding New Orleans, and wreaking all kind of havoc. John McCain selected Sarah Palin as his presidential running mate on this date in 2008. And in 2016, Gene Wilder passed away at the age of 83. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning. Yes, that's right, your random facts. Peanut butter in Dutch is called Pindacas, or peanut cheese, because the word butter is only supposed to be used with products that contain actual butter. Pindacas. I will have a Pindacas and jelly sandwich. Duffel bags are named after a town in Belgium called Duffel, where the fabric for the bags originally came from. Public school in England is the equivalent of private school in the United States. It's a school you have to pay for. I mean, don't you always have to pay for school in one way or the other, whether it's taxes or directly? Our public schools are called state schools in England. The only planet that's not named after a Roman god or goddess is Earth. That's interesting. And your final random fact here. The tradition of presidents wearing an American flag pin started because of a Robert Redford movie from 1972 called The Candidate. He wore one in the movie. Nixon's chief of staff saw it and had the real president start wearing one, and they've been doing it ever since. I am not a crook but I will wear an American flag pin. Good morning. 107.1 KTHS, good morning to you. This is Ike Wingate. I am so glad you're hanging out here. Today's show being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Getting a look now at your headlines from around the world. Your first headline up is Donald Trump's federal trial on election interference set to start March 4th. That's one day before Super Tuesday in... Primaries happening in 14 states, including Arkansas, heightening the conflicts between the GOP frontrunners' legal and campaign schedules. The former president can't appeal the date, but can try to delay it through pretrial motions, which his lawyers have signaled they intend to do. Regardless of the trial's start date and the presidential election coming in more than a year, U.S. allies and adversaries around the world are already contemplating and even planning for a Trump White House 2.0. And a growing number of U.S. homeowners are skipping home insurance coverage. Some can't afford rising premiums, while wealthy households say they have enough money saved to rebuild or move if their home were destroyed. Others find their insurer hasn't renewed their policy due to an increased risk of severe weather damage. Being being uninsured can be very risky. When homes are wrecked, owners don't only lose the property and its contents, but might have to pay to remove the ruins and rebuild. And U.S. stock markets kicked off the week yesterday with gains, recouping some losses from the summer stock market slide. The S&P was up 0.6%. The Dow up the same and the NASDAQ at 0.8%. The moves continue a remarkable stretch of calm for major indexes. The S&P 500 hasn't notched a one-day move of 2% in either direction in more than six months. Those are your headlines from around the world. Good morning. Good morning caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. A story out of Kentucky here, the Grand Champion Ham at the Kentucky State Fair recently sold for a record-breaking $10 million. All the money going to the Kentucky charities, Kelly and Joe Kraft and Central Bank made a joint bid, both giving $5 million each for a grand total of $10 million. This is the final bid in the auction, plus Kristen Branscombe talking about the money and where it's going to go. She represents the Crafts, who uh, used to serve in our uh, in our government, actually. Uh, an ambassador, I believe. So anyway, here she is. Uh, well, here's the bid, and then here she is talking about it. Take a listen. Colonel, we got this hand sold. Five million there, five million here, such a rank and craft. That's going to be 10 million, ain't it? $10 million. This money will go to build 57 new homes uh, for families that lost everything in the eastern Kentucky floods. The best feeling is, is knowing that this $10 billion total are going to go to several hundreds of thousands of Kentuckians across this state to really benefit them in times of need. All right, so a good story. It's going to a great cause. But that is one expensive ham. I just, I just want to taste it to see... What does a $10 million ham taste like? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, it looked good on the uh, on the video that they showed. Anyway, uh, that is a great story. Helping out the community for a great cause. You know something that's good out there. Well, let us know. We'd love to tell the story right here. Just email it to show at ikewingate.com. Good morning. Stranger Than Fiction on the way, but first let me tell you, whether you're new to tax prep or have a few years under your belt, you could have a tax pro career at your local H&R Block. Call the Berryville location at 870-423-3376 and earn extra income and have a flexible schedule with full-time or part-time work that meets your lifestyle. A meaningful new career as a tax pro could be yours with the completion of H&R Block's income tax course, remote options are available. Call H&R Block in Berryville, 870-423-3376 for an instructor-led classroom course today or go to hrblock.com slash class. Enrollment restrictions and course material fees apply. Enrollment in or completion of the H&R Block income tax course is neither an offer nor a guarantee of employment. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, you remember those uh, those commercials? Pow, pow, power wheels, pow, power wheels. You know, the little uh, power wheels jeep or the monster truck. I had one of those when I was a kid, yeah. Well, one guy just couldn't let it go. An adult was recently caught and arrested in Indiana for driving under the influence. He's 51 years old. His name's John McKee. A cop pulled him over around 9 p.m., and when they saw him driving down the street, he was in a Power Wheels. That's right. A grown 51-year-old man driving a Power Wheels down the street while intoxicated. The cop noted that the Power Wheel was hard to see because it didn't have any lights or reflectors. So, yeah, not street legal. Uh, There's no photo of it yet, but it was a Power Wheel Jeep. He'd been arrested after he failed a sobriety test, then they tested him at the hospital, and he also had meth in his system, which might explain the bad decision-making. He's facing charges for operating a vehicle while intoxicated, and the punishment could be stiffer than usual. He has a previous conviction for it as well. No word on whether he'll be charged as a grown man in a kid's toy, but we'll wait and see what the judge says. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you. Hope you're having a great morning so far. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Well, it is important to get your day started on the right foot, right? Well, Tom Brady, the former NFL quarterback, now he's uh, bought some other shares in other teams or whatever like boat racing I think maybe even some soccer He's he loves competition right and he's decided to remain in it as he gets into his mid 40s but he also has a mental health coach if you want to be the best version of yourself you have to work at it that's according to a peak performance coach named Greg Harden whose clients include Tom Brady and Michael Phelps he just wrote a book that's why we're talking about it by the way And he uh, released it. It's called Stay Sane in an Insane World. How to Control the Controllables and Thrive. These are the top, top six tips for leveling up. Number one, discover the power of breathing. He says it sounds simple, but it's underrated. Start by taking five deep, slow breaths. Breathe in and hold. Then as you exhale... Think about letting go of all your stress and anxiety. (sighs) How does that feel? Okay. Don't relax too much here. Identify what's working and what's not. That's the second tip. How do you spend your time? Who are you spending it with? And who are those things? I'm sorry. And are those things building you up or sabotaging you? But also be conscious of how you're getting in your own way as well. Identify what's working and what's not, inventory how you spend your time. The third tip is give 100% 100% of the time. Make that your mindset. Make that your default mode, including when you're doing stuff you don't like. If you can get to that point, then even your worst day will be better than the average person's best day. 100% of the time, every time. Okay? All right. These are the tips for... What are we... Peak performance. Yes. Peak performance. Master yourself. He says, Your goal should be to become the world's greatest expert on one subject, you. That also means being critical, but also being your own best friend. You're good enough. You're smart enough. Doggone it. People like you. You you yourself loves yourself. Yes. And decide to change. Being able to pivot and make changes is why we're unique and amazing. Quote, Human beings can decide to shift and change to reinvent themselves to discover a whole new approach to their lives. Okay, in other words, you're in control, but only if you decide to be. Well, yes, certainly I believe that to an extent, yes. Of course, I believe God is a major factor in that too, but there is so much of our life that we hold ourselves back because we are just not willing to believe that it's possible. So if you make an effort and you work at it and don't give up, you'd be surprised at what you can achieve. Tom Brady's favorite mantra he got from this coach is, if it is to be, it's up to me. If it is to be, it's up to me. I, you, know, you got to put in the work. Nobody else is going to do it for you. And finally, the final tip from Tom Brady's mental fitness coach is realize it's perfectly okay to not be perfect. Give 100% always, but never expect perfection. Remind yourself that your job is what you do, not who you are. Even told uh, Tom Brady, you are more than football. All right, so maybe you found something in there that you can use. I always have said, strive for excellence, not perfection. And you will be far, far above and beyond. And you're listening to this show thinking, well, why aren't you doing excellently on this show? (laughs) Hey, I'm trying. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Well, are you uh, taking a little road trip for Labor Day coming up this weekend? Well, the 10 best and worst states to drive in according to a new report, a data scientist looked at several factors including costs like, you know, gas prices and tolls, congestion, traffic commute times, etc., safety due to wrecks and thefts, weather, like The accidents caused from rain and snow and the uh, infrastructure, the roads and bridges or lack thereof. In the end, Nebraska ranked number one, number one best state to drive in. North Dakota was second, followed by Minnesota, Iowa, Kansas, Idaho, South Dakota. Man, they're all up there in that same area. Alaska, then all the way over to New Hampshire and then back over to Wisconsin. Best states to drive in. The worst state to drive in was New Jersey. California was second, not not surprising. Followed by West Virginia, then Mississippi. I drove all the way through Mississippi when we went to the beach about a month ago, and let me tell you, it's uh, oh man, it's like uh, you got to pinch yourself constantly to stay awake driving through Mississippi. Uh, I guess because of the, I mean, one of the reasons they say is because of thefts, because it's not like there's a bunch of congestion in Mississippi. Anyway. Uh, Other worst states on the list, Maryland, Hawaii, Florida, Delaware, Louisiana, and Rhode Island. California is the most expensive place to drive. Nebraska is the cheapest, I guess, you know, based on gas prices and whatnot. New Jersey has the most congestion. North Dakota has the least. Mississippi is the most dangerous. New York is the safest. Georgia has the worst infrastructure. Rhode Island has the best. New Hampshire is the worst for driving through weather. And Wyoming is the best. So there you go. That gives you some uh, guidelines for your road trip if you're headed out. Good morning. Now, your headlines. A Fayetteville man was arrested last Friday after allegedly assaulting and holding a woman against her will. Michael Evans, 35, arrested on August 26th for aggravated assault on a family or household member, kidnapping, residential burglary, interference with emergency communication, assault on a family member in the third degree, domestic battery in the third degree, and two counts of terroristic threatening. And marijuana sales are rising in Arkansas, with the state already seeing $164 million in 2023. According to a news release from the Arkansas Department of Finance and Administration, patients in Arkansas spent $23.2 million in July alone, purchasing 5,157 pounds of marijuana from the state's 38 dispensaries, bringing the total to 34,214 pounds of marijuana sold in Arkansas so far in 2023. And a change in schedule for the Arkansas Razorbacks football season starting a little earlier with kickoff on Saturday in the season opener against Western Carolina, moving up to noon in Little Rock at War Memorial Stadium. The Razorbacks and Cantamounts were originally scheduled to kick off at 3 p.m., but with weather forecasts calling for temperatures in the mid-90s and high humidity on Saturday afternoon, shifting the game time will allow for safer conditions for the student-athletes on the field And for fans in attendance, the flexibility to move the game time came with the game being broadcast on SEC Network Plus and ESPN Plus. As part of the Southeastern Conference's new deal with those networks, schools are allowed to dictate kick time for games that are streamed exclusively on those networks. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Well, uh... One of the things that makes people hate rich people is stuff like this. Uh, More money, more problems. A new concierge app called Myria is in the news after the New York Post reporter got access to it. But don't bother rushing to the app store because it is only for the super wealthy. Uh, One membership alone costs $30,000 a year, and you have to prove... That you uh, are at least worth 30 million before you can use this app, and you're thinking, what kind of app is going to be worth that whatsoever? Well, it's probably not worth it. But what are you know what are people willing to pay is always the question, right? Once you're a member, you can text them to get pretty much anything. Front row seats to Taylor Swift? That's nothing. They will actually get you dinner with Taylor Swift. Not just anyone can join, though. It's invite only. You need a net worth of at least $30 million. The current average member is worth around $600 million. The guy who started it's name is Ray Flemings. He used to work in the music business. He obviously has a huge network of people, and over the past decade, he's become kind of a go-to guy when celebrities and billionaires need something. So, yeah, recently he got someone two seats at the Oscars, sitting ninth row, Next to Jeff Bezos, yeah. So the app currently has less than 100 members. Many of them are A-list celebrities, athletes, and CEOs. There's a community feature so they can all hobnob with each other. Around uh, another 500 people are sitting on the wait list. He wants to expand it to 1,000 active members by the end of next year. 1,000 active members at 30,000 a year. He's making 30 million a year just on the membership fees plus. You know, there's going to be additional fees, right, for whatever he ends up doing. So, anyway, Myria is the name of the app. Don't even try to download it, all right? We just have to stay here in our less than $30 million net worths and do these kind of things ourselves. Am I right? Yeah. We'll probably end up happier anyway. Anyway, today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law, online at ozarkjustice.com. Good morning.